This is um, same Dave news. Number one video appears to show a dad with a five-year-old kid who has leukemia getting kicked out of the Ronald McDonald house or about to be kicked out, evicted because the kid doesn't have the MRNA injection, which the father would be an insane lunatic to have injected into a boy with leukemia. And the World Health Organization has said, stop, stop, do not give out the third injection. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made. And these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Ooh, recovered from... Told you the story about my truck, right? Yeah, it was fun. It was good to have good neighbors. Now I gotta go out and buy a bunch of stuff. I'm getting a winch. Wouldn't have helped in this case. Well, maybe. No, I don't think there was a tree big enough for me to turn my truck around with a winch. I'm getting me a winch, though. I'm putting one I'm back to which is I got to get some logging chains I got a lot of stuff to buy oh what about the kid oh you want to hear that yeah let me start with an email I don't normally start with emails but this just came in and I think this is God speaking here from Regina I thought I've been emailing your emails to as many people as I can think of thank you for that we love your show I saw the title of your email today about our prayers are working. I would just have to say that just as powerful than that are are people who have died martyrs in this situation. My sister is a doctor of of, uh, a a pharmacologist, a a doctor of pharmacy. And she called me this morning quite distraught about an athletic 54-year-old dear friend of hers who died for no reason in the hospital after they gave him the arm medicine that destroys your kidneys. I think you mean remdesivir. Friends of mine, uh, Tom and Sherry say, run, death is near. Remdesivir, run, death is near. He was completely and totally healthy with no comorbidities going into the hospital with the COVID. These people like him who've died for no reason or been deliberately killed as lab rats, et cetera, are riding on the, we are riding on the blood of martyrs along with those prayers. I can't imagine the grief of the families who've gone through this. My heart and prayers would go out to go out to him. We're all just fighting the battle lines right now where we are, but we're sure grateful for all the information you've given us um, to be guided by a leader like yourself. Uh, prayers your way. Keep up the great work. Wow. Thank you, Regina. Let's, let's, uh, let's be led by Christ Jesus. Uh, together. Let's you and I be in the body of Christ together. I have uh, this part I play, which is doing the podcast and, and doing what I can on my side. And you have your part you can play. We're, we're all in the body together. Not one of us is more important than I am. I'm certainly not uh, requesting being anyone's leader. Um, Christ's leader lets us be followers. And if we just follow Christ, then I think a lot of this is going to take care of itself. In fact, it will take care of itself. So I appreciate the kind word and the respectful word of leader, but let us also just be led. Let's just be led by Christ. Now, if I had read this note about people being martyred, um, well, now nah. I see, I, I, you know what I was going to say five years ago. No, four years ago. No, it was about, it was about five years ago that I learned that big pharma hates children and is willing to consume them. 
as kindling for, for profit. And, and, and I know this. And at the same time was when I learned that the media will also ignore big pharma consuming children as kindling for profit. And subsequent to that, in March of 2020, when they began the Great Reset, I was able to see that tech will warm their hands uh, on the kindling of children being burned for profit by big pharma. And academia will twist their research. Uh, you, have, you have academic bodies saying, oh, kids don't need to see each other's faces. That's a myth. And, and kids don't need to play. Now, unstructured play? No, it's good for kids to sit alone by themselves in a room for two years to not see friends, to see stuck on screens, have a mask on their face when they are, whenever they go out, to be told of the source of disease and that by the mere fact of breathing, they might kill the one person who ever says they love them, which is grandma. That's good. No, that's, that's always been good for the human race. And then, of course, the deep state where, hey, uh, you are in the Marine Corps and you're a woman. And, well, look at this. You broke the glass ceiling and now you're a Marine. And, hey, look, we changed the tests and, and all the outcomes and monkeyed around with that so you can be in special forces. Now jump in the shower next to this this man, this male. But, but he's not really a man. That's a lady penis there. That's just if you look at that, just remember that's a lady penis. So uh, with Regina's note that I, I'm reading just as it came in during the show, you know, I'd like to be able to say, hey, that's overreaching, but it's not. And I'm not saying, I really am not saying that the CEO of Pfizer decided to go kill people because I don't know that to be the case. I know that his injections are killing people. It's, it's, it's as evident as the data. For some reason, all-cause mortality in working-age people, 18 to 64 in the United States of America, has spiked by 40%. Gee, what's changed? I can't imagine anything other than the injections. Did it happen in other countries? Why? Yes. Thank you for asking. It certainly did happen in other countries. It's happened in mass injection countries. Well, how could that be? Hmm. How could it be? You've introduced a, 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 um, a gene sequencing device into the body of people to, sh- to, to force it, force the body to create a cytotoxic element that will fill, that will kill the body if given the chance. And fortunately, it doesn't kill everybody. It, fill, it, it's, it immediately is very harmful to some. But when your body is being forced to produce something poison to itself, lo and behold, it might come to pass that your body might start attacking itself. Now, that's the old news. And I have to apologize. I said gene sequencing device. Oh, see, you know, now I went and did it. I, I, I went and called it a gene sequencing device. Oh, see, you know, I don't get to call it a gene sequencing device. How can I call it a gene sequencing device when, when, when it's clearly just a, a vaccine? It's just a vaccine like any other vaccine, right? I mean, how could I get away with calling it a... That uh, they are happening to people... Because somewhere in one gene, there is one small mistake yeah. in their DNA. And uh, those people are, you know, they have to live with that until the end of their lives. And many oh. times their life doesn't last very long because okay. of this uh, mistake in their, in their genes. And there are a lot of uh, technologies that are trying to use gene editing so that they are oh. trying to use the same technology. Oh, oh. To- oh. oh. Huh. You know who that was? That was the uh, CEO of a certain company saying that his his so-called vaccines are are gene 
Gene sequencing technologies. Brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. So what else is brought to us by Pfizer? Well, let's look at this. There are eight states left where you can make certain that you understand forevermore the depths of evil. There are eight states left. One of them includes my former home of Washington State, where what outnumbers death from the COVID flu? Deaths of despair. Outnumber deaths from the COVID flu. Brought to you by Pfizer. So what are deaths of despair? Well, they're suicides. Brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. They are alcohol-related deaths, alcoholism, drug overdoses, failure to thrive. All-cause mortality is up 40% in working-age people. Brought to you by Pfizer. And Moderna and the people who run Joe Biden and Dr. Tony Fauci, the nation's uh, leading expert in infectious diseases. Make sure you read my title the right way. You can go look at the states that are confirmed to be run by evil people. Washington state is one of them because they're continuing the lockdowns. They're continuing to punish School children, making them eat in 34-degree weather outside. The other states are Utah. Utah is doing this. It crosses party lines. Why would it cross party lines? Because brought to you by Pfizer. Maine, Vermont, West Virginia, Alaska, and Hawaii. Because brought to you by Pfizer. Deaths of despair outnumber COVID deaths. And incidentally, the COVID deaths are fictional up to and perhaps more than 40%. We've talked about that. Debbie Walensky has made that clear. Tony Fauci has made that clear. They have admitted with is not from. They're not the same things. Those are your evil states. The most evil. If they continue to employ this. Now, West Virginia has deaths of despair that probably doesn't belong in that pile because West Virginia has had a huge problem with Oxycontin. And want to know why? Because of Medicare and Medicaid. Because Medicare and Medicaid made Oxycontin the thing that it is. How did they do that? They do soft science. They pretended that pain is the fifth vital sign. The Lord is showing us Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. 
The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are now perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and to be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in the wickedness. Now, again, I am certainly not qualified to say this is what's going on. And I understand this is written in a time and a place. And I need to understand the concordance and and far more about theology to tell you, oh, we live in this time. Or this is a comparison. And here's my belief. This is my filtered through my belief. And I pray I'm not using my own wisdom as I interpret the word of God. I believe God gives us, I, I think he gives us rehearsal runs. I do. Look, how many times did he say to Jonah, dude, you gotta go. Or I'm gonna put you inside the belly of a fish. How many times did he say to Moses, "Mm, you're going to do this? I think he gives us practice runs and warning shots and reason to go back and observe biblical history. Have we seen things like this before? By golly, we have. All right, to the Ronald McDonald House. Number one, it's a video from Twitter. Number two, it sure looks like it's inside a Ronald McDonald house. Number three, the guy sure is holding a letter. Number four, the authoritarian nurse here sure does sound party trained. Number five, I believe this is in Canada. And Ronald McDonald, the clown, would do good to not go around killing kids if he doesn't want people to boycott his franchisees. And listen, please, if you own a McDonald's franchise... I was talking to some listeners the other day at our event who are very successful real estate people um, in, 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 in Southern California, San Diego. And they were talking about the business community starting to listen to the show. And I'm so thankful for that. Guys, if you've got friends who own McDonald's franchises and, uh, franchises and this is happening and this is real, you need to go to McDonald's corporate and tell them you can't do this to your franchisees. This is a hard video to listen to. The father displays the letter and then goes walking over to talk to a manager. They appear to be in the Ronald McDonald house. We're told that the Ronald McDonald house saves kids from cancer. So this is a piece of paper. Can Lindsay zoom in on it? This is an eviction notice, I believe, to anybody older than five who's not vaccinated is getting evicted from Ronald McDonald House. So I'm just going to go talk to the people at the counter and see if it's legit, huh? Um, do you have like a, a manager here or somebody that can talk to? It's about this letter we got, about saying everybody here has to be vaccinated. So she's going to get the manager. He's got someone else filming this, by the way. Hey. Well, I'm just asking, like, like we got this last night. Yes. Uh, is this pretty disturbing? I'm just wondering, is this, legit? Is this saying that like everybody's who's not vaccinated is getting evicted? Well, we have a grace period to which you can um, get your first dose, yeah. but essentially as of January 17th, it's a board mandate from our. From our so I just want to get this straight. So by the end of the month, my four-year-old boy from Kenya is getting evicted because we don't have a vaccine. Parents. This is if he was six months older. 
you mean it. But yeah, because we don't have the vaccine, you're going to throw us on the snow with a few weeks' notice. Like, this is some kind of crazy evil like I have never seen in my life. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, everybody knows you're supposed to wear the masks because you can go out and catch COVID transmit and bring it back in. That's why vaccinated people put masks though, so it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Like the idea is to make people safer. This isn't about safety, this is, this is coercing people to get a vaccine, choosing between their children and their own beliefs, whether it's religious beliefs, whether they're hesitant to get a vaccine. My kid has gone all his vaccines. We're not anti-vaxxers. This is absolutely an abomination. Say that, so just let me get this clear. Are you both of you vaccinated? No. No. A little boy with leukemia should never get the mRNA injection. Leukemia is a blood-based cancer. The injections mathematically help no one below the age of 15. Mathematically, they can only harm. And the younger you get, the more profoundly outrageous, well, or more more clear the numbers become. The younger you are, the more likely you are to be killing yourself by injecting yourself with this garbage. And a leukemia patient living in a place with other little kids has no business getting this when we know Omicron is a cold. And as of yesterday, remember this. The lying CEO of Pfizer found himself as brought to you by Pfizer having to tell the truth again. They had to turn the tooth truth spigot back on. So is this apparent blue, you know, brutality is being put upon this little kid. Let's remember what the CEO of Pfizer said. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. And then he goes on to say, plus we're making more of this trash. The World Health Organization sees what's coming. They see the 40% increase in all-cause mortality. That can't successfully be hidden. The same way, all of a sudden, Jake Tapper is talking about deaths from the COVID flu versus with the COVID flu. Just the same way that the so-called, well, the CEO of Pfizer's come out and said, uh, our injections do nothing for anybody, but we're making more of them. Just as that truth is beginning to dribble out, the World Health Organization has had, to, has had to make an announcement. They have had to come out and make an announcement in regard to the third set of shots. What's the announcement? They want them stopped. They want the third sets of shots stopped. 
So why? We'll talk about that in a second. Alex Berenson has a story. Hey, have you emailed 10 friends yet? Uh, this is the most, the clearest way we've seen to grow the show. And listener, Regina, you know what she does? She takes the emails she gets from us and sends them to friends. And you can put at the top of that, hey, here's an email from the guy's podcast. Give it a try. And particularly people who heard us on um, on Russia's show. That's that's the quick way to grow this by 10x. Uh, and in that way, we can touch a lot more people. And my concern is to try to get a lot more people uh, to recognize the word of God and to put politics in the right place. It's like food, right? Politics are very important. You got to be able to be an informed citizen, but you also not, you know, let's not have junk. And let's not become addicted or, or particularly addicted to, to junk. So as the truth begins to seep out, Alex Berenson has this from the World Health Organization. They released a statement about the so-called vaccines. And they wrote, a vaccination strategy based on repeated booster doses of the original vaccine composition is unlikely to be appropriate or sustainable. So they claim, oh, we're going to come out with other mRNA, et cetera. We're going to come out with more, but, but, but no one cares and no one should care and no one should ever take these things again. So at the same time as that's going on, you have an organization, apparently the Ronald McDonald House, willing to kick a kid out who has leukemia. It's right here in front of us. You have people who've been made fools being led by people who are evil. You have people who are evil leading fools. Remember what Fauci said, and this is key. Fauci himself admitted the key to all of this, and he did it sort of accidentally. It's about what people will tolerate. The purpose of it was is that given the wave, the extraordinary unprecedented wave of infections that we are experiencing now and will certainly experience more of in the next few weeks, that there is the danger that there will be so many people who are being isolated, who are asymptomatic for the full 10 days, that you could have a major negative impact on our ability to keep society running. So the decision was made, although it's not completely risk-free, of saying, let's get that cut in half so that we could have 50%, namely half of the 10 days, and 50% of that time, People can actually be out with a mask in society. He's talking about what people will tolerate. He says they cut the quarantine time because people wouldn't put up with the way it had been presented. That's Fauci saying, if you push back, we'll stop. We'll decrease. To my friends in the separate countries of Washington, the province of of Washington, the province of Oregon, to my friends in Maine, to my friends in Utah, Utah. You have every shred of data you need. I love you so much. I'll put the link to the current COVID fact sheet in today's show. You have every bit of data. You don't need any more information. I beg you. Call a meeting with your churches. With your sports teams. 
with your parenting groups, your PTA groups, in your retirement homes. Is that the polite word for it, by the way? Uh, what is it? It's adult living center. <laughs> Someone once told me grandma casinos. They have casinos in those places? Really? Well, that's kind of cool. I don't gamble, but that's got to be kind of cool. With the data that exists now, I'm begging you to make the following plans. Number one, gather enough people to walk into the meetings and the, uh, the offices of the schools, key businesses. And here's the message. We're done. We're done. We're not playing anymore. Go to the Utah State Capitol if you live in Utah. Get 30 or 40 of you. Don't put on the face diaper. Take the facts. Walk the hallways. And when they kick you out, just tell them, hey, we're just here to tell you we're done. Continue to go back. People will join you. They will come. They will join you. When people see that you're not getting beaten up or harmed, and yes, they're going to threaten you. They're going to try to make this a very scary thing. But look at the states where the deaths by suicide and alcohol and overdoses outnumber those by the flu and the suicide deaths, they're hard to monkey with. The COVID deaths are lies. It's 40% less, at least 40% less than they are pretending Be loving. Be firm. We are done letting you kill people for pharma. It was brought to you by Pfizer. We are done. Today in Utah, walk into the schools. Pick your kids up. Do not. If they're doing the face diaper thing there, do not do it. Get the parents together. We're done. Take the clip of Fauci. He said it's what we'll tolerate. We're not tolerating it anymore. If you have loved ones who have been killed by these so-called mitigation efforts, if you have loved ones who are injured by these so-called vaccines, these injections, you must come together as a group to say, we are the killed by the lockdown. We have the ones who've lost family to suicide because of the lockdown. We knew seven families in Washington state who had their kids die because of the lockdowns. Teens and adolescents. If you've had loved ones fall victim to that and to the injuries of the injections and to the death of the injections. There's support groups online where you can meet one another. You, I'm begging you to get into the hospitals. I'm begging you to walk in without the face diapers. 60 of you into the front room, into the lobby. No, we're not leaving. We are here to tell the hospital administration we're done pretending any of this helps. We're done with silence. 
If we can't do it for ourselves, let's do it for the little boy who's getting apparently tossed from a Ronald McDonald house. To the people who live in the separate country of Seattle within the province of Washington State. Guys, I lived there most of my adult life. That is where I raised my daughter for the most of her life. It's the city I grew up idolizing. Idolizing. Well, there you go. When I finally moved to the big city, I couldn't believe I lived there. When I got my first big city job there, I couldn't believe I had it. You are surrounded by people who are hypnotized. You are surrounded by people who are just saying, lie harder, daddy. You're surrounded by people who are saying, just inject me more often. Just lock us down harder. Just kick us harder. You're surrounded by people like that. And in the separate country of Oregon, guys, you have a decision to make. This may be the most important decision you make on a temporal basis. I hope you've done the calculus. I really hope you've done the calculus. Hey, if you've relocated, if you've moved out of one of the provinces, one of the communist countries, can you send us an email and tell us where you moved from and to and what it's like? Right? I'm looking for other people. We're all exiled elect if we follow Christ. I'm looking for the people who are also physically exiled. Got a reason. Got a project. Working on a project. Here's the math, you guys. And this is, the, and look, I got a bunch of feedback from our interview with Katie Faust. She's the woman who wrote Then Before Us with my, my friend. Both of them are friends of mine. Stacy Manning. I write some things with Stacey. Um, Lots of feedback about one thing Katie said. Katie was talking about people who left Washington State. She said, hey, you can retreat. You can go. But some of us are going to stay and fight. I'm paraphrasing what Katie said. And I pointed out to Katie, hey, listen, you know why we left. And she said, oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about you. Here's the calculus. You understand what you're funding, right? Every time you pay a tax there, you are funding the prison. Your tax money now pays for 13-year-olds to be able to walk into Children's Hospital or any other chop shop and say, hey, I, I, want, I want you to cut off my genitalia. And make fake genitalia. I'm 13. I don't have to tell my parents. You aren't allowed to tell them, but you can make them pay. You bought that with your tax money. You did. Those are your surgeries. But I know. I know. It probably costs us a million dollars to leave Seattle. And I'm not the wealthy guy people think I am. It probably costs us a million bucks. And if we were to have carried out the plan we had and stayed, or it probably costs us 20 years of retirement. We had to go. Your money, your taxes have paid for the perverse pornographic sex ed. Your taxes are paying the governor, the dictator of the province of Washington state to beg for a law to make it illegal to question election results. 
to make it a criminal act. Your tax dollars are paying to keep the cartels free from the risk of going to prison. Your tax dollars have paid for the highest record or highest levels of deaths of despair. Your tax dollars are paying to toss kids out of school again. And when the kids can go to school, they have to stay outside and eat separated by six feet in 34 degree weather. Yes, they want you to leave. Yes, the party wants you gone. Yes, I understand staying and fighting. Yes, God is greater than all of them. Yes, prayer works. It's worked enormously as we peel back the lies. What is God doing? I see an exodus. Perhaps God is drawing his people together. Perhaps it's not just a red state thing. Perhaps gathered together as Christians in the Christian part of the nation. Perhaps we could face to face, eye to eye, come to agree on things as Christians, and not fight about the others. Perhaps we could take the whole center of the country and elect people who fear God. I misunderstood that phrase so much growing up, fear God. It's, it's to fear the results of, of wronging God and, and to fear disappointing God. It's not just to think that, well, God might crush me. God's not really into crushing people who are seeking him with an honest heart. To my friends in the, the, the province of Oregon, your taxes are paying for the same thing. Same things. And I guess in Utah too. Utah hasn't fallen over to the degree that the Western states have, but it's getting there. You got a lot of so-called leaders down there, so-called conservatives chasing the trans-jacking dollar. How many times in the Bible were God's people, did their fields burn? Did the enemy seize territory? I could think of 10 times. You know, the, the nations of Israel and, and, and Judah relocated, enslaved three or what, three times? And each time, God was trying to say, do you see now? I got great criticism for calling Seattle godless. It's not because God is there. 
But the smuggles around whom you live in Portland, the same. In Los Angeles, the same. In Austin, very similar. You have all the information you need. To go and say we're done. And if they won't stop to leave. And it's so frightening. But what if God's calling you to the place where his people are? What if you're leaving a place where it's difficult to find believers to find the place where it's hard not to find them? What if you're leaving for a place that when you tell your, you know, you go into the emergency room with your teenager and the social workers always, you know, they're always suspicious. Hey, how'd this injury happen? And they're talking to you and Hey, what's home life? Like, Oh, we have a church and, and I uh, got a church environment and you know, church friends. And they go, wow, that's cool. That's great. So supportive. Well, look, you know, and I know that in the separate countries, the provinces, if you tell a social worker in an ER, yeah, we take our kid to church. That's a check mark against you. You and I both know this. Oh, one of those families. No wonder your kid got hurt. No wonder a kid has problems. You believe in the fairy tale. Are you doing the calculus? I'm not trying to put myself up as an example, but I will tell you that leaving live radio costs me a lot of money and that's okay. It's God's money. This is what God wanted me to do as I perceive it. I, I rush, you know, secure in the hands of God that he's going to take care of the business side of this. I've got great partners. I have you. Through God, I have you. My tax dollars aren't spent perfectly in Idaho. We've got Brad Little, but he's a harmless rhino compared to the dictators of the provinces. And the people who are moving here, they are the conservatives. <laughs> Even dummies like me who get their trucks stuck. What if, what if that message is for you to look and see where is God working in my life? He's revealing lies, but is he working in my life to move his people together to another location? There's going to be a revival. You live in the greatest possible time to be a Christian. <laughs> There's going to be a revival. And a whole massive part of this landmass that votes in biblical, biblical values first. Who becomes so strong with Christ needing Christians from the school boards to the zoning commissions, to the city councils, to the county councils to the land use commissions, to the state legislatures, to the Senate, the state senates, to the statewide offices like AG and Secretary of State. Can you imagine a block of states who elect godly people? Can you imagine what it would mean for the United States then to be able to take this as a base and to show the difference of what godly states do 
versus ungodly. To be able to show a side-by-side comparison of, oh, look, deaths of despair don't exist to the degree they do in the provinces. Oh, look, we're open back up, and those are just temporal things. And, oh, look, the charities are up. And, oh, look, the school children are achieving more because we've hired godly people who care first about the mission of do not separate the young ones from Christ. And to be servant leaders. And then we'll be helping God with what I think is absolutely clear. And what is absolutely clear is this. He's dividing the nation. God is dividing the nation. God is dividing the nation into people who see and people who don't. People who need him and people who just refuse to accept they need him. What side do you want to be on? I know these are tough discussions. I know it's hard. And if it offends you when I give my sort of view on things like moving, would you let me know? You can go to the ToddHermershow.com and you can email us there. All that stuff just came off the top of my head. And I'll admit something to you. Sometimes that's really exhausting. I'm not supposed to admit that because we're supposed to be high energy talk show hosts. And and I I deplore any form of, of theater. Sometimes it's really, really exhausting to just receive that and then to just say it. And I hope it came off okay. There's a song I've been meaning to review and it's sort of, I guess, related. It's from a woman I've never met. I've talked to a bunch online. She is funny and she is smart. And by the way, she just took office. Uh, what is she? She's running one of the Republican groups now. And she's, she's for real. And she's also a servant. And she's so clever. She, she has a new album out. This is a song called Anxiety. I beg you to listen to the whole song. She has it up on her website because I'm not going to get to the most clever part because I want you to hear it on her own. But I don't know. I don't believe she's writing as herself here. I think she's writing in character. And I think she's talking about anxiety being given to people. What the world is doing to give people this anxiety that they carry around. And she's so clever in the song and the sound she is. First of all, the songwriting is earwormish. And I love an earworm pop song. Secondly, some of the effects she puts on the vocals to make the point that she's saying is beautiful. Third, she shot a really cool video and did so much of this on her own. She has been pushing the music for years. She does it with joy. She never stops. And the song, like I said, it is an earworm and the lyrics are extremely clever and extremely timely. There's a link to it in the podcast notes here. This is a song called Anxiety and it's by Abby London. Do you feel like anxiety? See what I'm talking about? Maybe I have anxiety because I ruin other people and the planet. Maybe it's why I'm so upset. Well, I always feel outside of my element Maybe I feel the butterfly effect Or the people I affect by what I own <laughs> I know that it's wrong, uh, but I keep buying The products the chain is supplying The chain 
a beautiful moment of the song she's so clever in how she uses the sounds and i think she does her own engineering on this and honestly i th- i think she's writing in character and man is it a message for our time and yet anxiety's so real it really is and i think adults are getting it now too and i would just invite you unless you're driving I would just invite you for just one second to just imagine with me. And please don't do this if you're driving, but if you can, and it, listen, if you if I had a dude send me a note saying, Todd, I listened to your podcast in the gym. Dude, you made me cry. I was benching 315 and people thought I was crying because I couldn't lift the weights. So can you give me a warning? I'm giving you a warning. Do not do one rep, one rep max efforts for this part. Close your eyes for a second. All the anxiety we feel about the topics we covered today and about that move, I'm urging you to consider. What if Christ was here? Imagine him in the room. Imagine him sitting right here in his presence. Imagine he looked at us, he said, why do you have such little faith? I'm right here. When we were young and things were scary, and remember when mom and dad could say, we're here. I'm not comparing us to dogs, but I think of my emotionally intelligent dog, Luna. It took me years to figure out that she'd turn and look at me within this scary sound. And if I put a name on it, she's fine. We moved within sound of gun range. I just had to teach her what they were named. She would look at me with concern and I'd try to make her ignore it. And it's okay and walk. And then I, I just said, Luna, here's the guns. Now she's fine. Just guns. You feel anxiety. And shut our eyes again and remember just what it would be like if Jesus sat in the room with us. And he would say, Oh, be not afraid. I am the Lord. And I'm right here with you. And when we open our eyes, 
he's still there. He's right here. And he's saying the same thing. Be thee not afraid. This is the Todd Herman Show. Appreciate you sharing it with friends. And most of all, please go be well, be strong, be kind, and overall, more important than anything, please do be right with God. God.